0: Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy. Today, I am sipping on a chai latte cocoa bomb drink. Okay. so despite it being nearly spring it is freezing over here so today seemed like a great opportunity to try one of these bombs like it literally snowed the other day what's happening i don't know it's the end of the world plus we have these things called the joro spiders that are headed to the east coast and i've officially decided that i will never leave my house once these things come i don't know if you guys have seen the articles about them but they're Like the size of your hand, and they fly using their webs like little parachutes. Every time I talk about it, I start feeling like a panic attack rising up. Spiders, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I won't do it. I will not leave the house. So Joro spiders, go back to where you came from, okay? You're not welcome here. But anyway, back to my drink. My cocoa bomb drink, chai latte cocoa bomb, happy making, peaceful making saw. All right. So I kept seeing these things on Instagram and I never had the chance to try one. And then I went to this cute candy shop in the snow with my friend. Um, yeah, it happened. I don't know why it snowed the other day, but it did. But anyway, we discovered this cute little candy shop called the candy jar. And if you're ever in Collingswood, New Jersey, check them out and satisfy your sweet tooth because it's so adorable and they have such good candy. So anyway, when I saw the Cocoa Bombs, I knew that my moment had finally come. So they had a lot of options. They even had a unicorn Cocoa Bomb, which I was very tempted by, but I went with the chai Cocoa Bomb because chai not. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm a cornball. So you can check out our Instagram, our TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, and watch a quick video of me making the deliciousness of which I am currently partaking. And you will feel jealous and then want to go and get yourself a cocoa bomb and do this as long as it's still cold. Because, you know, once the temperature gets to a certain degrees, cocoa bombs are not a cute look. It's too hot. You like, you need to drink a cold drink. But anyway, <laughs> So this week, I want to talk about something a little bit different, still in the same vein of what we've been talking about, but just a little bit different. Um, So we've been talking about red flags and green flags that we should be on the lookout for in dating, but the focus has been on other people. So today, I pose the question, what if I am the red flag? Okay. This is not an easy question to ask myself. Now, I'm a fan of introspection and um, not retrospection, introspection. Although in retrospect, I guess I am introspectively looking. I, I give up. Anyway, I'm a fan of introspection and I realize that there are some things that maybe I'm bringing to the table that could come off as a red flag and there's questions that this raises for me. Like, first, are the things that might be considered red flags parts of me that I'm unwilling to change? Like, are they a part of my character, my morals, my belief system? Or are they behaviors or attitudes or actions that don't invalidate who I am? Second, if they are things that I'm willing to change How the hell do I do that? Um, Then also, why am I exhibiting these red flags in the first place? Are they red flags I'm subconsciously throwing out there to stop a play like a form of self-defense? Are they a response to something I'm picking up from the other person? Are they learned behaviors? I'm just parroting because it's what I think you're supposed to do in a dating scenario. Many questions, people. Many, many, many questions. So potential dates or partners, beware. (laughs) Anyway, today I'm going to talk about a couple of the red flags that I've seen in myself. And, you know, maybe you might have recognized some of these in yourself. My first big red flag is indecisiveness. Okay, I know that I could come off as a, as wishy washy or unsure of myself. I'm a nine wing one in the Enneagram system, so if you're familiar with that, it's it isn't a big surprise. I don't like to offend people, and I like to keep the peace. Hello, um, let's all get along. Can't we all just get along? That's my mentality. So instead of clearly stating how I feel about something, I try to feel out what the other person is feeling and then respond in a way that would seemingly make them happy, thereby keeping the peace. And that's the simple answer, guys. The more complicated is that sometimes I'm self-sabotaging because I don't really care. Meaning I don't really have strong feelings for the person or the situation. And it's not something that I want to make work. And it's easier to just let them come to that conclusion on their own rather than me being the one to end it. Because I like to keep the peace. I know. It's the punk's ways out, guys. It's the punk way out. And like I said, I am in the midst of realizing my own red flag tendencies and working on them. The other more complicated view is that I care so much, I'm self sabotaging because I don't want to say or do anything that will make the person want to leave. And you know, that's just as bad as the other. Like, it's a form of manipulation. And I really hate attaching that word to myself, but I realize that it can be a way. Manipulate a situation to get it to have the outcome that you want, and I don't want to be a manipulative person, so something that I'm working on now. The problem arises in determining which one it is is it because I care too much or I don't care at all? Meh, I think you know, I figure it out eventually. So, my second and the final red flag self red flag that I'm going to share for today is one that I think maybe a lot of people struggle with when dating and when meeting new people. Um, I'm going to call it the shiny person syndrome. See, I want the person I'm with to see me in a certain light. You know, I want them to have heart eyes, Like look like the heart, the emoji with the heart eyes, right? Or like, you know, when in an anime, when the love interest enters and they're surrounded by flowers and sparkles and you're just like the wind blows and their hair just waves. And you're like, oh, this is the love interest. They're so wonderful and shiny. I want to be a shiny person. I want to maintain that allure and that view of me as interesting and beautiful and sparkly like a damn Twilight vampire, guys. I'm trying to be a Cullen, y'all, and it's not fair because they had literal centuries to develop their shine, and you know, despite what my little nephews might think, I'm not quite there, I'm not centuries old, okay? So, while I have my shiny moments, that's not fully the woman that I am, and it's freaking nigh on impossible to maintain the shiny facade over a long period of time eventually something gives you know my hair's not on point I don't feel like wearing makeup I'm hangry and I have a tude or I tell the same stupid story for the millionth time like we all want to be with someone that we can fully be ourselves around but 90% of the time when we meet people we give them an altered amped up bombastic sparkly ass version of ourselves instead of like the real and I'm working on it guys like I said shiny person syndrome is a real thing and I suffer from it okay I'm trying to find the balance because shiny me is real like she's there she's real but so is sweatpants Netflix marathon bedhead and chips me and if I'm being completely honest that sweatpants, Netflix, Marathon, Bed, Head, and Chips version of me is probably like the me I am most of the time. And shiny me, maybe, you know, like 20% of the time. Depends on what's going on in my life. Could go higher, could go lower. She's there. That's all I'm saying. So (laughs) I'm working on it. But, you know, maybe you might have heard these red flags and have a little bit of introspection yourself and ask what are the red flags that I'm bringing to the table that I can work on or that I'm willing to work on because like I said there might be red flags within me that I'm not willing to change because they are who I am and that's just the way it is but there's some things like these that I feel are things I can work on that will better not just my relationships like romantically but also like in life in general Anyway, next week, I'll share some more dating red flags and green flags. But for now, let's get into our stories for today. I will be sharing three original microfiction stories. Each story is 100 words or less. And I will give you the title, the genre, the action, the word or character that had to be used in the story. And um, just so you know, the prompts are created randomly. And then I write the stories based on the prompts that are given. So let's all sit back relax grab a drinky drink and enjoy and just in case in the background you guys happen to have heard like motorcycles revving I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood right now it's just not stopping and I need to record because we need to get this episode out for the people so I apologize I'll do my best to edit it out but if you do hear it just know that it's happening there's a car race or I don't know like they're filming like the new updated version of Grease and they're doing the drag racing, I don't know. Fast and the Furious, I don't know, but it's loud. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into our stories. Let's all woosah. Our first story for today is titled The Collector. The genre is legend, the action is quitting, and the word is pantry. Once there lived a woman known as The Collector. She kept a pantry filled with her magnificent collections. Rumors spread, reaching the ears of the world's greatest thief. Tempted, the thief tricked the woman into marrying him. One night, he stole her key and opened the pantry. Inside was a world teeming with mythic creatures and treasures. He could quit stealing after this. Greedily, he filled a bag with treasure. Leading a unicorn by the reins, he went to the door. When he tried to open it, it would not budge. Outside, the woman laughed. (laughs) Another one for my collection. The end. Oh, snap. I guess you did wind up quitting stealing after that, Mr. Thief tried to trick the wrong one this woman was uh tricking the trickster there it seems like and she now has the world's greatest thief uh held captive in her treasure trove sorry for you shouldn't have lied this is why you don't play games women's emotions guys it tricked her into marrying him Shasty. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled, Let's Play a Game. The genre is children's fiction. The action is gossiping, and the word is ball. Teacher gathered all the children to play a game. I will pass the ball to one person and tell them a poem. Every time you pass the ball, you tell the person the poem in the end we'll see if the person holding the ball knows the poem teacher explained the children played excitedly passing the ball and the poem in the end no one knew the poem not even the first child this game is like gossip when we gossip the story changes each time it's told until the truth is lost when we gossip we all lose. The end. Oh, snap, teacher coming through with some fire. Guys, when we gossip, we all lose. Like, keep my name out your mouth. Keep other people's names out your mouth. You know, unless you're saying something good, true, then even if it's true, if it's not something that you need to be talking about, don't talk about it. Like, I don't know. I think we spend too much time talking about other people. Instead of thoughts and ideas and, you know, birthing new things. Instead, we just like gossip. And like the teacher said, when we gossip, we all lose. Nobody won the game because they got it all mixed up. So I think it was a pretty good lesson there, teach. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our final story for the day. Our final story is titled Picking the Right One. The genre is romantic comedy. The action is picking a flower And the word is tent. Don't be suspicious. I think perusing the plants in the farmer's market tent. I've been hesitating for 10 minutes. I know it's shady as hell, but I only need one flower to propagate. I don't need the whole $200 plant. No one will notice. The plant has tiny buds all over. I back up and reach behind me. Fondling the plant, I search for the perfect bloom. My fingers connect with something. Suddenly, I'm holding a bloom and a piece of paper. I turn and see the super hot owner walking away. I have a flower and his number. The end. All right, guys. I think I write these stories because this is, like, my ideal. Like, I'd like, I'd love to have, like, a meet cute like this. Like, just, like, one of these super cute, like, stories like this. I read too much romantic fiction. I've watched too many romantic comedies. My brain is tainted. I just think it's, like, so nice to meet somebody in person and then in a way like this. Like, you know, he had some game. He was like, all right, you cute. I see you trying to steal my flower, but it's just a flower bud, so I'm gonna let you do it. And then I'm going to take you out because obviously we share similar interests. We both like plants. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Maybe I'll have one of these uh, types of meetings and it'll prove fruitful. Anyway, I just made myself sad. Uh, Back to online dating. The realities of life right now. But also, you know, with the Joro spiders, I'm not trying to go outside anyway. So, I guess online dating it is. Thank you, technology. All right, guys, it's been real, and I hope that you enjoy the stories and our little uh, chisme for today. If you love Fictionary, please go to the show notes. I have a link in the in the notes uh, to a competition, uh, podcasts competition uh, to write a love letter to Fictionary, and we have the opportunity to win some money that will help to develop the show do some things, because I want to get the swag store started this season. um, And that would definitely help bring that to fruition. So if you can, if you're so inclined, just follow that link and uh, just write a quick, you know, two sentence, one sentence letter saying why you think fictionary is awesome. I would greatly appreciate it. Anyway, guys, until next time, keep on reading and avoid the churro spiders. Filled. Field. He filled. He filled it, y'all. He filled the basket. Ah! Uh.